1000 rings, 1000 rings, 1000 rings. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Chris Nairn, and this is Top 1000 Radio, Song Battle Number 14. This is uh, episode number 15. And what we do here is we are attempting to make the ultimate 1000 song playlist with no skips. And it's a process. Okay, we're here for the process. This isn't your list, it's my list, but I'm teaching you how to make your list. And you can do it a lot faster than I am. Okay, this is take this is going to take a long time. Five songs a, an episode, maybe five, six episodes a week. All right. So, you know, it's going to take a while. We're up to about 65, 70 songs at this point that we've, uh, that we've ranked. Um, and we're, you know, we're coming up pretty quick on our, our 100th song. And I'll do a, something a little bit different when we get there. But it, it, it takes a while to do it this way. Uh, you, if you wanted to do this, you could do it much quickly, much more quickly. You could, you know, uh, you could do it slowly, but you know, you, you can make, you can do five song battles real quick, rank them, put them in your, you know, Excel, you know, have your Excel, uh, spreadsheet out with your, with your thousand songs on it. That's probably going to be the hardest part is, is putting them on there. But here's the thing. Here's the tip. Don't be too precious. Okay. Just brute force that thing. All right. Think of an artist, go look up their songs, put as many other songs as you like on there, and then move on to the next one, okay, until you get a thousand songs. And once you've done that, then you can start thinking about, okay, who did I leave off? Oh, gosh, I left this group off. I left that group off, okay? Then the process is you you use a random number generator, pick five songs that way, rank them, put that score into the uh, B column, all right, so you like well. If, the way I have it on my um, on my Excel sheet is I have the uh, A column is the song, the B column is the group, and then the C column. That's where I put the the scoring. So you put in their scores five, four, three, two, one. You know which one's got a five, which one's got a four, so on. And then you uh, you highlight the the C column. You go to data, and you click the Z A where it ranks from largest to smallest. It'll tell you, uh-oh, you didn't do that. Just ignore what the little message is and click OK. And it'll move all your top scores to the top of the of the list. Okay. And then what I do is, you know, now that I, you know, now that I've already ranked a bunch of songs, I'm not going to put one through zero in my random number generator. All right. Right now, I'm up to 70 songs, and 71 is the first song I haven't ranked. So I'll put 71 through a thousand in the random number generator. Okay, and that way I get fresh songs that we haven't talked about before. So uh, that's my process. Uh, it would work for you. You just gotta, you know, um, you know, it'll go a lot faster because you can do more than more than five songs a day. You could do a five song, rank it, put it in, score it, go look for another five songs, and do as many as you want. Okay, um, and uh, and then have a challengers another Excel sheet with your challengers on it with all the groups that you haven't listed yet. Uh, use the random number generator for that, and you can keep adding uh, bands to it as you think of them. All right, and uh, 
And so it's a it's an ongoing process, but you you can knock it out a lot quicker than than I am because I'm doing a you know entire podcast for each five songs. Okay, all right. Well, without further ado, after I think I've explained it all. Well, I actually want to before I, we get started, I want to go ahead and give my shout outs. Uh, our our audience is growing internationally. I mentioned the other day that we had Guam and Australia uh, listening. Uh, now we've added India and France. So. Uh, Hello to all, uh, let's see, uh, how do you say, bonjour in France, uh, India, I got no clue, how you doing, um, Australia, obviously, good day, and then Guam is, yo, what's up, I think, um, so, without further ado, let's get to the song notes, and then we'll come back and, uh, and talk about it. Song Facts. Day That Never Comes, the ninth studio album from Metallica, Death Magnetic, 2008. It's the fourth track of the album, a spot usually reserved for ballads and downbeat songs. Clean up spot like the baseball. Midnight Rambler from the 1969 Rolling Stones album, Let It Bleed. The song is a loose biography of Albert DeSalvo, who confessed to being the Boston Strangler. It features Rye Cooter on guitar and Nicky Hopkins on piano. From Infro Galactic. In his book, The Better Angels of Our Nature, Steven Pinker discusses the song as an illustration of the thesis that the 1960s counterculture pushed against the civilizing process identified by Norbert Elias, which Pinker argues had been reduced, reducing violence over many years and that the counterculture's glorification of dissoluteness shaded into indulgence of violence. Personal violence was sometimes celebrated in song as if it were just another form of anti-establishment protest. He says the song acted out a rape murder by the Boston Strangler, and he sees this as an example of how the 1960s counterculture the control of women's sexuality was seen as a prerequisite of men. I ask that you return me the years I did ignore thee and with my burden bury the weight of guilt I carry and lead me to the well. The Tomb of Gilgamesh. Track 4 off Microscopic View of a Telescopic Realm by Turnigan, 2000. Cameron Stone plays the cello. It marks a return to Turnigan's earlier neoclassical progressive thrash metal sound. 
Mon Rock and the Yellow and Black Attack, Striper's 1984 debut. It's the fourth track on the album. The album initially sold 150,000 units in the first three weeks. track on Leonard Skinner's 1977 album Street Survivor, their last before their fateful plane crash. What's Your Name peaked at number 13. From Info Galactic, the lyrics depict a true story of the band drinking at their hotel bar during a tour when one of their roadies got into a fight. The band got kicked out of the bar, but they went into another room and ordered champagne. However, unlike the song suggests, the incident did not happen in the city of Boise, Idaho. Instead, when Van Zant found out that the band 38 Special, led by his younger brother Donnie, was starting its first national tour in that city, the lyric was changed. Right, there you have it. Those are the facts. And here's how we came down, or here, alright, well let's, let's first let's go through the polls. The Day That Never Comes, uh... Got seven in the Instagram poll. No love at all at the other place. Midnight Rambler didn't get any love anywhere. Tomb of Gilganesh got one one vote in each poll. Come on, Rock by Striper got one vote in the Instagram poll. And then What's Your Name by Leonard Skinner cleaned up with 12 points total. Five in the Instagram, seven in, at the other place. All right. So that's how those songs did. Um, let me talk about first, though, let me talk about the Challenger poll, which is concerning. We, we need to have a little talk about this because I, you know, I told you guys before uh, I signed off last episode that that you need to do the right thing. And uh, some of you did. OK, Instagram people. Four four votes for ACDC, four votes for Talking Heads, one vote for Survivor. At the other place, three votes for ACDC, three votes for Talking Head, two votes for Survivor. And it's kind of concerning that we had a tie here between ACDC and Talking Heads. I I really don't understand. I like look, I love Talking Heads. Um uh, they're one of my one of my favorites. Uh probably I'm probably the only person in America besides uh, the band themselves, and maybe, maybe even just maybe uh, what's his name? I can't think of his name now. The the lead singer um, who likes their movie. They did a movie called True Stories in the late '80s, and it was weird. It was a really weird movie, and a lot of people didn't like it. I liked it. I I'll watch it every now and then, probably maybe once a year. Um, so I'm I'm you know I'm nobody. You have to get away. You had to wake up pretty early to beat me on being a Talking Heads fan. However, we're talking about ACDC here. Okay, maybe you guys didn't hear me, or maybe uh, I should have pronounced it the way they do in Australia, Akadeka. I think that's how they do it. 
Australian fan, let me know if I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, but we're talking about ACDC here. All right. So that's the tiebreaker. All right. The tiebreaker is, is this is ACDC. All right. They're going to replace tenderness on the block by Warren Zavon. And we're going to, we're going to start with their, their biggest, you know, hit back in black. All right. So, you know, when that one comes on the playlist, wherever I'm at, if I'm on the freeway, I'm going to stop my car. I'm going to get out and I'm going to pick a fight with the first person I see. Okay. Just warning you. Hopefully I'm not in church when it comes on. They usually don't play that song in church. So I think we should be fine there. Um, but if I'm, if I'm in a hospital and that song comes on, I'm fighting somebody. Okay. So, all right. So that's that. That's taken care of. All right. So let's get to the, my ranking for the five songs today. All right. I'm going to go ahead and give the day that number never comes four points. That's my second uh, second place song. And, uh, you know, one thing that kind of came up in this episode or this, this, uh, this ranking, this battle was, um, the fourth song on an album. And I put this question out to you guys. Um, have you noticed that some bands make that kind of like their cleanup spot, like in baseball, meaning their heavy hitter, you know, song is going to be in the fourth spot. All right. I, it's not always like that. Uh, usually the first three songs are, are their strongest. Uh, not always though, you know, you got some deep cuts that, that surprise, you know, bands, they, they often don't, they don't even know what they have. You know, sometimes they, it's like with, uh, Guns N' Roses, they didn't think Sweet Child of Mine was going to do anything. They just kind of, they didn't really like it (laughs) and they put it on there and then it turned out to be their, you know, their biggest song. So, uh, you know, sometimes bands don't know what they have, and and uh, you know the track track listing is interesting to me. The way they the way they choose sometimes that makes the album it it or or it adds something extra to the album. Like I was just talking about the other day with uh, Ozzy Osbourne's debut album Blizzard of Oz, how the you know the Revelation Mother Earth bleeds into Steal Away the Night. To me, that's just perfect the way it does that, and the the, the way that whole album is structured um, just works really well for me so um, I always found track listings and, and the way they come up with that to be kind of interesting so anyway that one and that 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 was from the you know the the death magnetic album um, I've seen Metallica twice live once on the master of puppets tour they were opening for Ozzy on his uh, I think it was his ultimate sin tour and this is uh, before they, right, be- kind of right before they started to go out on and headline on their own. Cliff Burton was still was still alive, um, and that that was one of the most that was one of the loudest concerts at that time. I think that was the loudest concert I'd ever been to. Um, and then I took my son to see them. You know, many years later, I think it was in two thousand eight or two thousand nine. Uh, we went and saw them on the Death Magnetic tour, and again, I came out of that out of that show feeling like my head was in a trash can um they play loud but it was really really good that was a great show and um that was a great album it it was uh you know several really strong uh tracks on there that i would you know put up there with with almost anything that metallica's done uh all Nightmare Long is a great song. Uh, so anyway, this is this was their their first kind of like single. I remember them playing it on, 
you know, morning drive radio and, you know, commenting on it. And, you know, they didn't know exactly what to think about it and everything, but, um, you know, it was produced by Rick Rubin. So it, it, uh, he, he pushes the envelope on volume. And so some people thought it, the album came out, sounded a little distorted. Um, and it, it might have a little bit, but I never, it, that didn't bother me like it did some people. So that's our second place song. Third place with three points is going to be Come On Rock by Striper. And of all the songs, well, there might be one or two, maybe one more song off of their debut album, off of uh, Silver, uh, the um, Yellow and Black Attack. Uh, but it's, you know, their least well-produced album. And, uh, you know, they, they, they had made a demo under the name Rock's Regime, and then they got a $100,000 loan from their manager and he, you know, uh, so they could go and re-record it. And, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's raw, but it's awesome. And, you know, it captures that sound of the sunset strip, you know, in the early eighties. And, uh, you know, I have no problems whatsoever with, with, with the production, even though it is, like I said, it's pretty raw. So that's number, that's the third place song. In second, I mean, in fourth place with two points, I'm going to give it to Tomb of Gilgamesh by Tourniquet. Uh, that album uh, that it comes from, Microscopic View of the Telescopic Realm, that came out the year I graduated from college and the same year that I started grad school and the same year that I got my my current job that I'm at now, 23 years later. And um, I remember ha- I had the, the cassette version of that album and i used to run i would run sometimes five miles you know every every day if i could and i just remember when that's that album was on i didn't i couldn't even feel anything i just was listening and i could concentrate on the music and one time one time i i ended up running way past my my normal turnaround point and I think I ended up putting in like seven or eight miles that night because I ran, I ran all the way across town, and was on the on the border of you know we lived in Upland and we lived on the east side of Upland. I ended up over at Grove, which is basically the border with Rancho Cucamonga, and and had to run back. Um, but uh, you know when Tuma Gilgamesh comes on, I'm you know. I'm listening, I'm concentrating. And when it gets fast, I'm going fast. And, you know, and I ended up hurting myself (laughs) at some point. I ended up uh, straining my hip and uh, it still, still hurts. Um, And doctors don't know what to do about it. Well, you expect a doctor to know, you know, something, but they don't, they don't. I did find out how to, how to live with it uh, besides drugs. Uh, And, you know, I was, raised or I was taught when I was in in athletics and sports to you know always stretch before you run always you know and all these stretches stuff and I would do that religiously right and then I found out no <laughs> you're going to you're going to weaken your legs and you're going to you know right before you you should stretch but not right before you you do your uh, your exercise uh, you should do what they call dynamic warm ups look that up uh, so if you're having the same problem I have with a you know, a strained hip or something like that. Do your dynamic warm-ups. Also, low-carb helps, too. You know, carbohydrates, you know, inflame everything. So, anyway, I'm not going to sue Tourniquet for uh, for my hip problem. All right? All right, so we're down to the last two. Again, there's absolutely no drama here. You know who's going to win this one. 
Uh, what's your name? Leonard Skinner. That's our big winner with five points. Uh, probably my favorite Skinner song as a kid, like when I was a little kid and I'd hear Skinner, you know, that was the one song that I kind of, you know, grooved with. Um, probably cause I didn't hear a, a ton. And then obviously as I got more and more into Skinner, um, you know, other songs came to the fore, but you know, I always, I always, uh, had a soft spot for that one. Um, cause it, it reminded me of, you know, going down to the levee on 4th of July, you know, uh, the town that I grew up near Greenville, Mississippi, they would have this, uh, festival at the levee every, every 4th of July where they'd have, you know, some pretty big acts came through there. Olivia Newton-John came through, Ricky Nelson, Freddie Fender, you know, several others. And, um, and I, I just remember hearing, you know, that's one of the songs I remember hearing, you know, on 4th of July when I was digging around in the ice chest for a for a Pepsi Cola and only finding Fresca, you know, you know what that's like. So that means we're kicking Midnight Rambler by the Rolling Stones off. Now, I, this is the first time I've I've kind of felt like okay, I screwed up. I shouldn't even put that on the list. Um, that was Fog of War, I guess you would call it. And when I was trying to get you know get as many songs on the list as I could, you know. Um, maybe I liked that song at some point when I saw the name of it, 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 it stuck, you know, Oh, uh, midnight rambler, you know, um, I, I don't really like that song. <laughs> it's just too long. And the, the, uh, harmonica is annoying to me, uh, the way he plays it. And, uh, you know, um, I even might agree with the psycho babble that I read from, uh, info galactic, uh, you know, the stones were, you know, they were right up there with uh, Hugh Hefner and helping helping the disintegration of, of, of American society. Um, but, uh, you know, usually I give them a pass on that, but not this time. I think, uh, I think Midnight Rambler is way too long and way too uh, repetitive. And uh, so that one's gone. All right, so who's going to replace... Midnight Rambler. So we have, now this one's going to be interesting. Okay. Uh, we got a repeat, uh, but two new ones. Billy Idol. All right. George Thorogood is back again. And Pat Benatar. Okay. So you guys let me know what you think. And our next five songs that we're going to do on the next episode are going to be Have a Cigar by Pink Floyd. Revelations by Iron Maiden, A Tout Le Monde by Megadeth. This is for my French listeners. Listener, listeners. I think there's more than one. You're gonna love. The, you're gonna lose that girl by the Beatles, and Don't Let It In by Sticks. Okay. Well, that will just about do it for this episode of Top One Thousand Radio. You guys have a good one.
you can.